In Ephesians 1, it says this. Paul the Apostle says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. And I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know him better. So that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope of which he has called you and the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly realms. Far above all rule, all authority, all power, all dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, which carries the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. I'm going to go into the scripture where, we're, well, where we were in our Bible reading in Luke 4. But I wanted to preface it with this, that um, what a powerful scripture and it says this, that for us, his, his holy people, that he has given us, and our inheritance is, that we carry the incomparably great power for all of those who believe. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells within us. Wow, that's, that's a lot of power. I, I Google, like, put in the word power. And when you Google the word power, like, uh, there's a program, must be a program on called Power because a lot of stuff comes up for us. But after that, when you put in power, you see, you know, people with big muscles and you see guns and you see, you see nuclear weapons and, and all of the power of the world put together, whether, whether military or intellectual or philosophy-wise or theological-wise, no matter what power you, you, you can imagine, financial power, that this power that's in us is incomparable. There's, 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 no, there's nothing you can compare it with on the earth because it has to fall short of the power that God gives us that's in you and me. And like, I don't know about you, but that's huge. That's like, Lord, I'm living way below what's in me. Will you help me? And that's why Paul said, I pray that the eyes of your heart, that, that God will give you understanding, that we would know this glorious inheritance. Why? Because it's so incomparable that we need God, we need the Holy Spirit to open our eyes up to see what really, really, really is in us. But he's stating it. This is there, this is yours, this is your inheritance. Now, come on. Come on. Ask me to open your eyes. Ask me to give you understanding. And I said all that to go into this scripture. The next scripture, man. Luke chapter 4. We all know this. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. custom. He stood up to read and the, scroll on, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach, to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, and to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he pulled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue was on, fastened on him. And he began by saying, 
Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. Sorry. I don't know why this... I won't open up. It's on. My notes are on. It says you're offline. Anyway, everything changed in this moment. That the whole, Everything that was was now shifted to another place because Jesus said that all of these things that he came to do was to preach good news to the poor, to set the captive free, to tell prisoners there's a way out, to give recovery of sight for the blind, to say to the oppressed, you can go, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour. That he was saying, now that he is here and the Spirit of God is, is being manifest, this is what you're going to see. And this is good news for the church. That um, This is good news for you and me. This is good news, he says, to proclaim this, to herald this out, that there is good news. There is a way out of every predicament that is a predicament. There's a way out in Christ Jesus. This is what he's saying. And, 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 and then he went out and done it. He didn't only say it. That's political, isn't it? We're going to say a lot of stuff, but we're not going to do a lot of stuff. But Jesus said a lot of stuff, and then he went and he done everything that he said, whether it was a blind man called Bartimaeus recovering his soy, or a man locked up in chains up on a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a tomb, in a, in a, what's that place, a graveyard. No matter what it was, Jesus went and he said this is. And now the same as of us, the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us. That we are the ones that now are his body. See, God is invisible, yeah? And what does he do? He sends a visible representation of himself, Jesus, into the earth, the exact same as the Father, into the earth to show the earth what the Father is like. Jesus goes back. Now he's invisible. But what does he leave on earth? His body. That word of visible expression empowered by the Holy Spirit to this world. And someone says, look, I, I'm, I, someone says to me, no, I, I've, I've never seen anyone healed. I'm like, did you ever pray for anyone that was sick? No. Well, how are you going to see them healed? I've never shared the good news with, with someone that was imprisoned within themselves. Uh, you know, I've never seen them set free. Have you ever shared with them? No. That this stuff is manifested when, when the body moves. It's not like when we sit down, the, 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 the great power behind this is prayer. And then prayer releases the manifestation of what he is. And some people can say, no, look, I'm afraid. That's why Paul says, ask the Lord to give you revelation. I don't understand everything. That's why Paul says, I'm praying that you will have understanding of the inheritance that is yours in Christ Jesus. And I, you know, when I look, I can't help me now, it's probably just as well. But like, I looked up this website, I put in, Sorry, a couple of months ago, I was praying about something, and uh, and the Lord showed me His compassion for the state of man. That mankind is in an awful jock state, and God's heart towards it is compassion. Isn't that incredible? And you know, I, I can't think what the instant was I was praying about, but other than the Lord understands the state of man. You understand? And I looked up this, um, I don't know what website it was, I just put in the ailments of humans. And one of the things that came up was like a, a clinic that dealt with all, like I, I had listed out an A to Z of some of the ailments of people that it's locked up, I don't know why it won't come on. But when you look at it and you go, That's, this is a clinic that has been trained in, in psychology and counselling and all types of different therapy to treat people were in A to Z. There was about 90 things I was going to read out to you. And that's the only things that was on this website. 
people are full of problems and anxiety and addictions and, and behavioral things and physical things and mental things. And, and, and Jesus points to him and goes, I'm the answer. If someone's locked up a prisoner within their own mind or within their own life, I can set that person free. And where does he start forces the house of God? I read it out last week in Bluebell and someone says, oh, you have them all. <laughs> there was 90 of them. Ken shouts up, you left one out. <laughs> That's humanity. And Jesus says he came to set the captive free. He came to proclaim the good news to the poor. Those who are poor in spirit. Those who are poorly within themselves. Those who are poor in other ways of, of life. But he says, I've come for this. I've come. And then he pours out his spirit and he says, I'm going to put the same spirit that raised me from the dead in every believer. And now I'm going to set you into the world to show who I am. And that might sound huge to us, which it does. Scary, which it does. But Paul says, Lord, open our eyes. So there's no guilt if we've not done it. There's no condemnation if we're not doing it. It's like, Lord, will you open my eyes? Because when I see that you're the one who does this anyway, I'm taking the pressure off of me. I'm taking, and I'm just, Lord, whenever you, can, you, can, you decide to use me in any area with some person, that's why our testimony is so important. That's why our testimony, where God has taken us from, he wants to take others from Revelation says the spirit of prophecy is this, that it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the testimony of Jesus. That's the spirit of prophecy that what Jesus done for me, he wants to do for others. If he set an owl free, he wants to set another owl free, or another Mary free with the same problems and ailments. And he points to the source of it all, the spirit of the Lord. There's no pressure on me, there's no pressure on you. It's the Spirit of the Lord. He's anointed me. He has empowered me, equipped me, enabled me to proclaim this. We've all heard people proclaiming something without the Spirit. We've all heard people, Christians, proclaiming without the Spirit of God. And it's come out backwards and awkward and forceful and no room or rhythm to it. And yet when the Spirit of God is in it and on it, you see the results of what God wants it to be. And the bit that I felt to land on for us today is that part. Um, I was going to keep it to Wednesday, and then it was in the song. I was like, all right, Lord, it's probably for today. It says he wants to give recovery of sight for the blind. And I've started this study in the Bible on the anatomy of the body and what the Bible says about ears and eyes and mouths and hearts and minds and hands and feet and knees. And, and um, I didn't get to the eyes yet, but... Uh, I only have one. And on the way out, I felt the Lord, just that part, I want to give people recovery of sight this morning. Enter into this week, enter into this year. Because when the sight is blurred, like, I need glasses now. Have you seen the writing on this? They're about this size. Hey, And they're all, you know, I have that little thing behind them now that flashes because you can do things on this, like, that's an A now. And then I put on glasses and I go, wow, this is miraculous. You know when, you need, when you're reading, if you're short sighted and you're reading something, you, you're like that. And then you put on your glasses and you're like, wow, these are miraculous, these things. And life has a way of beating us. And circumstances can blur our eyes. 
and our vision, disappointments, let down, thinking even God should have done it this way, but he done it another way. And your eyes start to not see him the way he should be seen. And not seeing life through the lens of faith. Isn't that what Bernard started the meeting with? That we wouldn't see life through our circumstances, but we'd see it through the word of God or the eyes of God. And, and he wants to give us that recovery. Because some people lose vision. It's easy to lose vision. God said to you ten years ago, I want you to do this, and you put your foot to the you put your foot to the ground and, and you're walking and you get sideswiped by life or people or, or the devil or whoever. And all of a sudden you, you you're like, Do I really want to walk that road? Being very honest, like this week, I, I was like, Lord, I, 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 if this cup can pass from me, I, I, I don't know what I want it. Like, and that's being honest. The life can do that. Life can, can rock you. No, no, no problem with God. I've no problems with God, whatsoever. But life can just swipe you, and you go to the point. I put on a song, and the, co- the song was called um, oh, My Grace is Sufficient for You. Lord, I know I want this cup to pass, but um, because it's your cup, I'll keep it. I put on a song, and that's what was on it. I'm like, all right, Lord. I repent. I want what you have for me. That's what I've always proclaimed. But I understand. I understand when you're going 100 miles an hour, and something comes out of the side road and knocks you. And you just start to, where is God? Where am I going? What was that God said? Even when you read the word, you somehow that blindedness um, can cause you to read over something that can impact you so they'll get you to see again. But the good news is that Jesus said, I've come to give recovery of sight for the blind. He wants us to see our life through his, his eyes. He wants us to see the vision that he has for us. He wants to give us understanding into what has happened, what happens, and what's going to happen. He wants to give us that. And sometimes the, the honing of all that is living in life. Imagine if we were these plastic people that didn't go through suffering. Because he never said we'd never go through suffering. He'd be with us in the suffering. In fact, being a Christian, you're guaranteed suffering. So he doesn't tell us that's not going to happen. But imagine if we were plastic people and we were like, oh, nothing's ever touched us or nothing. Oh, I've been to churches. I see when people think they put lipstick on or a good hairdo and thinking that's it, we all think everything is all right. We're broken. We're in a state. Humanity is in bits. Sin has been breaking people down from the beginning. The first son of Adam and Eve, the sons, one of them killed the other. That's how quickly sin got in to break the human heart and character and nature down. So we know these things happen. When we're in them, we can't see sometimes. But sometimes we can be in them and we can't see and we make decisions and we allow the circumstances to be always the circumstances and we can't see for ages. But I really believe God wants. He wants to give you a vision for your future, a vision for ministry. Vision into your calling. Vision into where you're going to function the best. Vision for people you're going to reach. People that you're going to impact. People you're going to love. People that you're going to, that's going to hear of what God has done in your life. Not a big shout out, nor, but just because the Spirit of God is upon you. There's businesses to be started. There's inventions to be given into this world. There's sounds and music that God wants to release. But as long as their sight is like any way blinded in any way, 
then we're going to see life through them. I'm sure that's a tree. I went through a season, I'll finish with this. And uh, life is all about seasons, isn't it? My goodness, you just go out one, you come into another one. And uh, it's well documented, I've said it so many times, but it was like a seven-year period or more or less that I couldn't see the wood for the trees. There was just so many, I'm like, God, what are you doing? What am I doing? I thought even the Lord was after me. And uh, it's like I felt like this. I was coming through a forest, and I'd see a gap in the in the trees, and I'd run for them. And I'd think I'm nearly out, and I'd run into a tree or a discouragement or a disappointment or another spoof told about me or another let down or another, you know, and I'd be just there, and I'd think I'm there, and then, boom, I'd be back into the middle of the forest again trying to trying to just navigate me 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 my own heart and, and my life and my family and liberty and my heart for the city and the nation and it just every every time and one day I, I, I got out I got out and uh, and I was like Lord thank you and I was looking back like at the forest and I was like the Lord says to me the forest is gone <laughs> it's gone it's like what it's gone you're never going to be back there because it's gone I took the whole forest away so you will never last in there. And I couldn't see those trees. And every time I couldn't see them, I was sideswept again and landed back. But God proves himself faithful. He gives sight to the blind. And I just want to finish by praying for us. I wish I had this. I'm sorry that I don't know why that was. Like other documents are coming up, but that one is not coming up because I said I'm offline. Because I reformed the prayer that Jesus um, looked for. I looked at all the original language words about what I just read out there of Luke 4. And I put it into a personal way that is for us. And I wanted to pray it as a prayer. But um, last slide, um, this is what I felt the Lord gave me. Anyone remember that movie? The Great Escape. If you haven't seen it, that's a great one. Steve McQueen. But that God is going to bust you out where you've been. And he's going to give you sight to see the way forward. He's going to give you vision for your life and for the future. That you're going to get out here. Great Irish artist from Ballymun, Damien Dempsey, sings this song, I'm busting out here. And I just felt that the Lord, that's what I pray for at the beginning of the year for you, for us as liberty. That you're busting out here, wherever your here is, wherever your here has been, that God's going to start moving you forward. God's going to show you the way out, the way these men got out, that um, you will get out because you're busting out here. And you will have a testimony of a great escape. I didn't think I was going to get out, but God made a way. God opened the door. God got rid of the forest. God gave me a tunnel to dig, and I'm out the other side. It took work. It took tenacity. I had to keep at it, but I'm free. And then I believe that's what God has for us. And in all these words in that great scripture, that the, the, sovereign, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me, that, um, that, that the word for the spirit of the Lord, the Lord is like the creator of all things. That's what that means. His spirit is on you. His spirit is in you. His truth will be proclaimed. And um, so I just want to pray for us, if you would stand. And, uh, and I'll read that over us. And when I go home, if I have everyone's number, I will send that prayer. So you can pray and proclaim it in your own home, over your own life. Jesus, I thank you so much. I thank you for your goodness to us. 
I thank you for keeping us. Thank you for calling us. Thank you for minding us and comforting us and loving us and being patient with us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you knew what you were getting when you got us. You knew what you were getting when you got me, Lord God. You knew my, my, my problems. You knew my ailments. You knew, you knew my, um, my defense mechanisms. You knew my insecurities. You knew my Achilles heel, Lord. You knew it, Lord God, and you've been so kind and patient, Lord God. You've been, you've been so genuine, Lord God. And um, I thank you for that, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you've come to open our eyes. Lord, you've come, Lord. You've seen where we're at. You've seen what's been done. You've seen what we've done. You've seen what, what was brought in. And you've seen what was let into our lives and what we allowed. You've seen where we've been robbed. And you've seen what we've given away, Lord God. You know it all, O oh God. And you love us nonetheless. We can't be any more loved by God than we're loved right now. You won't be loved more in the future. And you weren't loved more in the past. As you're loved now, it's the same. And I pray over us, Lord, that we would have recovery of sight today. That we would see you, Lord, as Isaiah seen you high and lifted up. As Paul seen you, Lord, above all thrones, all dominions, all positions, all powers. That we would see you on your throne, O oh God, your throne of grace. That we would lift our eyes up to the hills today and we would see where our strength comes from. Our strength comes from the Lord, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, God of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, God of Paul and James. Our strength comes from him. That Lord, that you would give us sight again, recovery of sight, to fix our eyes upon Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That we would see you, Lord. That we would experience you, Lord. That we would, we would have understanding, Lord, and insight, Lord. I pray, Lord, you would restore vision, oh God. What you've put in our hearts, Lord, along the way, Lord, would start, to, would start to be unearthed again, oh God. Would start to be seen through your eyes again, oh God. Lord, eyes of love and faith, oh God. I was talking to a woman during the week and she, she says, no, stop texting me. <laughs> I wasn't plaguing her and it was like, it was Martin's sister. She says, because I have cataracts and I can barely see writing. And I just lift that off of us, that the effects of like that was cataracts for that woman, that we can see, but we can barely see. But your eyes would be fully opened to see who he is and who you are in him afresh in the name of Jesus that you will see the pathway you will see the open door you will see where he wants you to take you you will see the now you will see the future you will see you will see where he wants you to be you will see your body your place in the body you will see your position in the body of Christ so Lord I bless my brothers and sisters I, I pray Father God that, that we, would, we would have revelation after revelation we would have understanding, oh God. That's what Solomon says, and all you're getting, get understanding. And they're getting is not we have to get somewhere that it's given to us by the Spirit of God. So even things that have gone wrong and things that have been robbed, that God will give us understanding. So 
or pray over us. But the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us because he has anointed us to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent us. And if you've sent us, therefore we go, Lord, to proclaim freedom for the prisoner. Prisoners, watch out. You're busting our hair. And recovery of sight for the blind. And to set the oppressed free. And I proclaim the year of the Lord's favor over you and your family. In the name of Jesus. And I pray as, as they, as, listen to what it says here. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue was fastened on him. And I just speak to you, our natural eyes, I speak to our, our spiritual eyes. Be fastened on him. The lover of your soul. The saviour of your life. And I pray over us, O oh God, as Jesus said, that today, let this scripture be fulfilled in our sight, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray over us. The Lord bless you and keep you. And the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And the Lord is gracious to you. And the Lord grants us his shalom. The peace that brings wholeness, completeness, favor, and prosperity. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.